All right. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. All right. There's this combination of things. First, I saw you looking into the camera with the cold, dead eyes of someone who clearly hasn't slept in uh, the better part of a month. Oh, no. The first words out of your mouth were like, I don't know, something like, rat. I just went, oh. <laughs> I like that you're wearing Gen 1 of the uh, Pride oh, yeah. Nerd logo, and I'm wearing Gen 2. So. What's funny is, is the way that it's cropped, it's all we get is the orange and red. Like what, I think the groan is is because I haven't gotten to the bottom of my of my uh, beautiful mug yet. Sorry, uh, I'm just watching the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in all of pro wrestling. Uh, oh so God! As you know, whatever we watch pro wrestling, I watch Beyond Wrestling in the background or whatever Pluto Television yeah. has to offer us. And this one guy has like, I guess he had surgery or something at one point in his life. And okay. you can you can still see all the scars from his surgery. It's like a massive surgery from top of, but it looks like he's like got Brock Lesnar's chest. Yeah, but like a surgical scar, <laughs> and it looks like it's like opened. Ew. It might, it well, might be. Do we know what his name is? I haven't. I I I haven't. I I know no. <laughs> I I think uh, my my groaniness is because I haven't gotten to the the bottom of this this big boy yet. So. Oh, there you go. I still haven't had your wake up juice as no no so uh, leader of the uh, power hour Tom Alexander would say. Yes, uh, I, I like this one. So I got this one for Father's Day. So it you know it's Baymac from uh, Big Hero Six, and um, and on the inside of the mug it's got the. You know, it was, it's not, it's not one to 10, it's one to five, but it's, you know, all the, you know, stages of how do you feel, but, you know, it starts off real grumpy. And then by the time you get to the bottom of the cup, it's, it's happy. I just like that we've, you know, Americans and, and specifically Americans, cause it's not, not all countries, but definitely Americans were like, look, we're all just going to be horribly addicted to caffeine to the point that if we don't get enough caffeine in our caffeine addicted bodies, it's going to be considered okay to just tell everybody, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not drugged up enough yet to start my day. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. There's a whole subset. There's a whole merchandise market for, I haven't had coffee. So fuck you. Right. And it's, and everyone's just sort of like, no, no, it's cool because he hasn't had coffee yet. And mm-hmm. you know, he needs his coffee because yeah. that's how we survive now. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I, I understand that. Yeah, I, I, I do find that funny as a uh, byproduct of that. All I know about this guy is he's got this crazy t- uh, uh, scar in his stomach. His stomach looks kind of like forever not perfect. He's got crazy horseshoe hair. Like he looks like he looks like if. Larry Zavisco never actually accomplished anything and just, <laughs> and just gave up on existence. <laughs> it's beyond wrestling, though, so it's not like some trash bag dude. It's, it's no, probably, no, and he's what's really it's gotta be a he's moving really good, he's he's bumping like hell, he just looks like he's 78 years old. 
<laughs> Do you know the name of the specific Joe? I'll look it up afterwards. No, well, let me let me see here. Yeah. Let me see if I can find. It. Uh, it's just uncharted territory, All which right. I think is, it's uncharted territory six. Okay, I'll look it up. I'll uh, yeah. All right. I'm curious. I am curious who uh, who who creepy scar guy is. It's just really weird because he's he looks like uh, Vern Gagne, but he's moving like you know someone who wanted to wrestle. <laughs> he's got the initials JS. So there you go. Very odd. I have no idea. I'm sure I'll look him up and I'll and I'll go like, oh that guy. I got nothing. All right. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Of course, if you haven't figured it out, it is another fantastic episode of the Actual Power Hour with I, the Sussman Rick Sussman, joined, of course, with my bestie Judy in all of the universe, the American badass, Jesse Long, Jessica Longstocking. How are you today? I'm doing good. I've, I'm halfway down to the bottom of my cup, so I'm doing a lot better. Oh, there you go. As, as Jesse slowly works his way through the... Uh, bowl of prescribed heroin that we are all offered here in this country. We will begin today's discourse by immediately discussing the ramifications of yet another week of, hey, the WWE really doesn't like paying people. All right, yeah. everybody. Yeah. I, tap. Let's you know, do it. it was funny. I was sitting there like, shit. I mean, I know, like, we were just, we were, you know, we aren't really doing, like, breakdowns and rundowns of the show anymore, but I was sitting there, I was like, I don't like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? And then, of course... You know, and as much as we show in the WWE, they delivered <laughs> the, yeah. at the eleventh at the eleventh hour. They they gift wrapped a present to us. I'm like, well, at least we got something to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Once again, another big round of uh, cuts and terminations. Yeah. Uh, this time, uh, the a group of NXT 205 Live. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of 205 Live guys. Predominant. It was predominantly two of five. I don't. I can't. I don't, was there a? Yeah. The only. I, I guess like the biggest name. The biggest names. Uh, you know. They, they're not saying. You know. Like. I'm not saying the Bollywood boys are not. You know. Who cares? It's the Bollywood boys. But you know, like, there were no like. It wasn't like Braun Strowman and Aleister Black this time. It was. It, you know, the biggest ones were like, Breezango, which I'm still. I mean, Breezango is kind of surprising. I figured they'd just be there forever but well Brizango, i'll be honest might be the biggest names but it was the least surprising to me because this was I mean, two guys that um uh were forced to repackage more than once um, yeah fandango i mean they're, they were there just to get beat up by imperium at this point i mean like yeah yeah they won the tag titles they got their one moment and it was 15 years too late um and it was like and they and their one moment was like Sorry, it gave, took us 15 years to do something. It was it was Triple H going. Sorry, Vince didn't do anything with you for 15 years. Here's so a title it, run, and then then that lasted. Of, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you've got these two guys who are very good at pro wrestling. One of them just keeps giving you more and more and more and more. And for whatever reason, why didn't Tyler Breeze become a star? Like, what happened? Where did where did I miss? Where where they where, called where him up? I? That's how. <laughs> well, he didn't he didn't become a star because the WWE doesn't know what to do with their call up. It's yeah. you know, no. they they have they have no idea what to do with 
talent. They don't know what to do. I mean, and I don't, I don't mean like, oh, this person's talent. I mean, but in general, there's if you call them up from NXT, they don't know what to do with it. I, I, the, the case in point this week. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you, they, I don't know if you call it like a proper 100% like official call up or it's just sort of like a feet wet call up, but they, they called up Karrion Cross and he had a match on main event against Shelton Benjamin and Scarlett wasn't there and all of his like, uh, you know, his pyro and ballyhoo weren't there and it just his, it was his music. It was, you know, like, you know, fall and pray, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, there's no lighting, and he just walks out. And then he has a match with Shelton Benjamin that lasted through two commercial breaks, and the end. <laughs> Still the NXT champion. He comes out with the NXT title. They acknowledge him as the NXT champion. Uh, and just, you know, okay. It was the same with Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I, maybe, that was the, maybe there was a theme this week on main event, whereas they had their NXT champions showing up on main event, but yeah, it's just like, is that what we have to expect with Karrion Cross, the NXT champion? Uh, even somebody who seems like he's made for the WWE mold. It's somebody that Vince would love. He's a big guy. And he's scary. But so what? We're going to strip down everything that makes him cool and have him go wrestle Shelton Benjamin? Well, I'll do you one better. Maybe, maybe the idea was to showcase the NXT champions on not NXT television. But... It probably would have been exciting to maybe I don't know promote that like yeah that seems like something you would want to actually promote. I mean, from what the reports are, these are like long form. These were like tryout matches that they actually decided to air. But tryout for who? Yeah, it's a main roster tryout, which is hilarious. Like. I, I don't I think, know. I and there's the thoughts that they might actually be splitting up Karrion and Scarlet if they get called up. Like, it, it, well, how it, are you supposed to have a cuck program if you uh, are, uh, clearly have them married together? Because that's what you do. Yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're with a, um, if a man and a woman are together, they have to have some sort of cuck program. Yeah, that's, especially that's, if Vince doesn't find you attractive. If, yeah, Vince well. is, if Vince isn't attracted to you as a man, then you, then he, you have to create a scenario where you try to break down the concept of why are they married? How could this, how could this gorgeous porn star looking woman marry such a, uh, an ugly man? I also wonder a lot about these with the biggest news, as far as I'm concerned, is not necessarily the people getting let go, but the return of Samoa Joe, which seemed even more out of place. It's I. It's the thing that I'm seeing is that it, it it really does sort of feel like NXT and WWE are like these two separate companies running so independently, and they almost seem to be at like war with each other. And one exists almost in spite of the other one. And like this, you know, like yeah, Samoa Joe got fired like a month ago. We were talking about it. We were talking about Samoa Joe getting fired. Um, and now he's and then they hired him back. A, another, a, like another division, another branch, hired him back. Like, it's weird. It's like if I got fired from my big frog, and then like the big frog in Tampa was like, "Hey, um, you know, we looked at your, you know, we saw you had some experience, and 
uh, we'd like to offer you a job. And it's like, yeah. except it it's the same fucking company. It's not like a franchise. It seems so weird that you would make such a big deal about a guy getting fired and yeah. explain that, you know, he's, you know, we wish him all the best, all this other stuff. And then less than a month later, you rehire him. And it's not even like, it wasn't even underreported. Like lots of people knew he was going to get rehired. Was, why not just call it like a contract restructuring? Is it? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. It's, Is it's, it? Was it? it, 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 it it feels very uh, rudderless. Is it? Was it to cook the books? I don't know. Was it just no to cook idea. the books for an earnings call? Like, and then, you know, it's like when, it, it, yeah, it. I don't know. It's so weird. So to me, the bigger issue. I, I, I can't wrap my head around. And then, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What's up? You know, I was just. I'm. I, I can't wrap my. It's just so confusing and weird, and it, it's. It's so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Do you have anything else to contribute to that? No, sentence? I you you were you were going on. I I no, I was saying that's what I was I was just saying. I was saying that it was weird. And then you were then you had a point. Okay. All right. So yeah. my point is is that the WWE feels very rudderless. And we know that they are rudderless because they've pretty much said as much that they're just spinning their wheels until live fans return, which is next next couple of weeks. Um mm-hmm. The problem with that reality is you're literally saying we absolutely do not have any interest in you watching our programming, but we're still going to make these <laughs> yeah. guys come out and perform and do all these other things. And I, you know, we, we know that the WWE has never had an off season and that there's no off season of pro wrestling and blah, 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 blah. But damned if it doesn't yeah. feel like maybe they just should have taken a month off and just said, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to spend a month just uh, uh, doing old programs. We're going to, review our best of segments. Who doesn't want to watch all the old Raws anyway? We're going to just attitude error for the next three three weeks. And <laughs> a Peacock doesn't want to watch the old attitude error Raws. No. But, uh, no, but no, I, yeah. It's cool to, like, air all the WrestleManias <laughs> in a row. They could have done anything. Yeah. They could have done they, anything. They are very anything to... interested in doing new programming. So, why not, you know, why bother with it? Why even try? Which I think is, it bears it bears a, a bit of, well, yeah. hell, you're not doing anything. And then, oh, what we do about ad, what we do about our revenue? Well, you're just getting revenue from ad spend anyway. And you also just yeah. sold your product to Peacock for like, what, $1.9 I think you've got yeah. some, some money laying around to pay a couple of your employees. Yeah, you could have done anything. I mean, you could have had fucking Xavier Woods playing video games for like 30 minutes. And then you could have had, uh, you know, uh, it, it, you could have had a, you know, a cinematic match and you could have had a showcase of NXT talent or, you know, you could have just done, you know, Raw could have been anything. You could have, you could fill three hours a week with random shit that isn't just, okay, no one's watching, so who cares? And... Right. It is. It, it, it's the contempt for the fans that I find to be most absurd because yeah. they are watching and you're making a point that they are watching. So why are you so disinterested in, a, in applying any amount of well fanfare to the people yeah. who are at home actually watching? I think it's weird. I, yeah, they, they do things that are actively, you know, it, I mean, we've, it's, we've it's been talked about before, and it, it, but the, the actively insulting, 
your fans intelligence and just you know that i don't know maybe this is that maybe this is them trying weird shit you know shit like you know Shayna baszler being scared of a doll is like them trying to think outside the box because they don't have fans and this is this is them going like oh i'm just gonna try some weird shit because nobody nobody's here and nobody cares but like i don't know maybe maybe this is them trying but uh, trying to be weird and you know free free thing i don't i don't know i think the Shayna baszler excuse me i think the Shayna baszler stuff got blown out of proportion uh, people are like how are you going to have Shayna Baszler be afraid of a doll? I don't know. How are you going to have the Undertaker's best feud be Brock Lesnar? Like, let's think about that yeah. for a couple of minutes. Like, yeah. you've got an undead wizard uh, fighting a former UFC champion, uh, and one of their yeah. best matches of all time involves being a, a, a hell in a cell, where both of them are openly bleeding into each other's horrify. And nobody seemed to care about that. So I know people are like, oh, you know, it's it's Lily. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's pretty fucking weird. I, I'll give you. But on the same yeah. token, like, it's also the main event. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Shayna Baszler did get the main event segment. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think with her specifically, it's that people are, they, they take a look at how she was treated in NXT. And, you know, now she's on the main roster and she's biting Becky Lynch. And she's like, you know, running away from a doll. I, but like, you know, yeah, it could be worse. You know, it how could, it be, could worse. be worse. Yeah, you could not be on TV for eight months and then told, "Hey, we got nothing for you. Goodbye." Yeah, exactly. I, I, but yeah. then you know, yeah. so the other, the other, and then you, I, I get that they're probably you know the whole fire and getting rid of people. I, it, again, this is more fuel to this. Yeah, they're probably going to sell the company, and so it's just them, you know, trimming the fat. But you know, when <laughs> the when you're when the fat you're trimming is Kurt Stallion, you know that's it's. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sitting here. I'm not going to sit here and try to speculate on who you who is less worthy of being in the company than Kurt Stallion. I'm not going to sit here and I, I mean I can't even think of someone off the top. I, Kurt I can't Stallion is a Kurt Stallion is a guy that I I didn't get him. I didn't understand why people thought he was so good or whatever until I saw him live mm. at Nerd Street. And yeah. in front of like 18 people, he comes walking out <laughs> yeah. and has this, this, just this aura about him. This, he mm-hmm. just, he literally oozes charisma. Like he yeah. was, he was such a heat magnet for a guy who just comes out. He's got his hands behind his back. Very Terry Funk-esque. Just sort of has this wry smile on his face the whole time. Has that yeah. little cowboy hat rim that he wears as a crown. And all of a sudden, I went from, I don't know what the fuck a Kurt Stallion is, to, oh my God, I want this guy. On. I want to <laughs> see him all the time. <laughs> he went from, hey, it's Paul Hunter Law to, oh shit, it's Kurt Stallion. Yeah. 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 Like, well, all right. It's Kurt Stallion. Well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was me too. And then the same Nerd Street match, like I did. I mean, I knew I knew the name Kurt Stallion, but I wasn't like, I wasn't sitting there. Go, I I had never seen a match of his, but now then you know all it took was half a match, and I'm like, oh fuck, okay, okay, I'm gonna pay attention now. Yeah, but that that is a very good point. Like, how do you how do you make money if all of your future stars have to be guys who have been with the company for 25 years? Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe this is all clearing out money so they can bring in, you know, so they can pay Brock Lesnar again. Maybe that's, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, Kurt, maybe Kurt Stallion, Anthony Green, the Bollywood Boys, Bree Zango, and whoever else got fired equal one Brock Lesnar. That is demonstratively false. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure all those guys maybe equal half of a quarter of a Brock Lesnar in terms of payday. But, no, 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 no. I mean, complete the other the other way around. Those guys oh. combined for probably like five or six million dollars a year in salary. Or I maybe... don't think those those two hundred five live guys aren't making that much. Money. They, well, they're they're probably... probably making about they're probably making about like thirty five a year tops. Maybe, you know, yeah. maybe you're right. But as far as I'm concerned, like, I, I money is not the issue, and I know money yeah. is not the issue. Because... Of course, money isn't the issue. The WWE. Gets money in spite of the fact that their product is garbage and nobody gives a shit and their ratings are the lowest that they've ever been in the history of their product. But <laughs> Well, the other big news in uh, this week's uh, wrestling foray... Uh, and is firings. The, and firings is uh, the news that a... Um, I'm not going to get too into the woods here because that's not the discussion. The discussion is why you were so vehement about being the WWE is that salty. Holy shit, cat fight. Oh, go get him. Cat fight. Come on. Cat Come fight. On. Come on. Come on. Kill each other. Anyway. Oh, my um, God. Cat fight. Well, we've got, like, this, we've got, like, this little tube that the cat. Okay. So, like, you ever seen, like, a cat tube, like, cattle run in, cattle yeah. run out, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. We, yeah. We found one that's actually, like, a, a cross, like this. Oh. Yeah. So you could run in this way, and you could run out that way. And the sisters, and they're both torties, which I'll have you know, torties hate everything except for humans. They hate each other, <laughs> they hate cats, they hate the oxygen around them. Torties just hate everything. If you have a tortoise shell cat, know that it hates everything about the world. Maybe it likes you, but it certainly hates everything. Anyway, <laughs> the sisters are both about a year old, and they still like brawling with each other. And they've decided that... Now it is time to see who has um, tube cross su- superiority. And it's, uh, a, it's at ultimate X. Very much so. Very, very yeah. much. You so. got to elevate it and you can put it on and we can, that'll be our uh, Patreon content. That's a great idea. Uh, but uh, the WWE fired one of their writers this week. And here's the story. Forget everything else about the story. Here's the story. Uh, she was hired as a writer. Uh, she came in. She started working with the company. She then went on a podcast for reasons uh, of her own knowledge. And on the podcast, they were Some, like, "Wow, a random cool. podcast that no one's ever heard of." You know, it, it, no, that, well, I, I don't know. I would assume maybe she's friends with somebody there. I mean, I, yeah. it was the first time I ever heard the podcast. Well, I, I, how many times have you been listening to you know Pacific uh, Islander Radio? So <laughs> it could be a very big podcast. Who knows? But they ask her. Very matter-of-factly, like, oh, you're working for the WWE. Well, that's odd. And she goes, I know, right? Being that I essentially don't know anything about wrestling, but they said that's not a prerequisite to be one of their head writers. So now I'm one of yeah. their head writers. And then she called Bobby Ashley, Bobby, uh, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Ashley before correcting herself. Yeah. Which you can't do these. She, uh, now here's, She here's made it abundantly clear that, yeah, sorry. Here's the diversions. I say you cannot go on public television or public radio and mention how idiotic it is for your employer to have hired you uh, in so many words saying, 
I don't know why they hired me. I don't know shit about the product that they hired me to write for. And then expect to continue your employment. You, Jesse Long, felt that that was incorrect. Uh, That was before I read her entire quote. (laughs) That's before I knew the whole story. Before I knew the whole story, I was just like, shit, all she did was, I, I, I miss, I misinterpreted, you know, what, what all she said that I didn't realize that she made it abundantly clear that she, that the WWE gave no effort into her, you know, having any semblance of, you know, on the job training, basically. She couldn't name the WWE champion. You work for the WWE, you know, like, and, or, you know, she, she fumbled the name. Um, and which, you know, if you watch the show once, if you watch Raw once and you work for the, you know, you should, you should have, and unless, unless she started working last week, which I don't, I don't think is the case. Um, I, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Uh, you can't, here's my, here's my take on this. This is my, this is my, this is my thinking. This, her wrestling knowledge is so little that she doesn't e- that she wasn't even aware that this company doesn't like those kinds of things that she, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah i know is that she her wrestling knowledge was so limited she didn't even know that the WWE would poorly react to that right you know it, it, it would be like it, it's like if she would sneeze it's like say she sneezed in front yeah, of her. you don't sneeze in front of Mr. Man. You, well, she's story. like, well, I don't know shit. I don't know fuck from shit about wrestling. So, you know, and, 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 and here's my point. You cannot know fuck from shit about wrestling and still be employed with the WWE and potentially be a very useful hand if you're a good writer. Yeah. You simply can't say those things in a public forum. Where yeah. One of the, it is well known that the owner and, and head, you know, honcho of the WWE is a psychopath. It yeah. is well known that he is a crazy person. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, but that's. I think. I think that's. I think that is a, a layer of this. I think she doesn't. She didn't know. That's how little, like prerequisite. Like how little. How much they just take them and throw them in the deep end of the pool and go. Good luck. You know. Hey, you are. You are. You know. You're. You've written for like a handful of TV shows. Cool. We don't like. We. You know. We want our. You know. We, it's it's no secret that WWE has been hiring people who have no wrestling experience to, because they because they they don't make they don't make a wrestling show they make movies and they make moments, you know like Dude, I, uh, real real quick I'm watching Jordan Grace versus Orange Cassidy for the ooh. Internet Wrestling Championship. Ooh, or, I, I'm sorry, not the Independent. independent. Yes, pardon me. I'm going to tell you right now if if uh, Orange Cassidy and Jordan Grace wrestled for our belts, I'd be I'd be uh, be very happy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so I <laughs> I am not shocked nor surprised that someone went on you know public uh, broadcast and said disparaging remarks about the WWE and then got fired by the WWE. Yeah. That does not surprise yeah. me. A lot of people in the community have mixed emotions about it, mixed feelings. Uh, I had a friend of mine say, well, the only reason she was hired in the first place was so that Stephanie McMahon could proclaim to the world that she was the first person to ever hire a woman of color. For a yeah, position. I definitely, I definitely, I, I was looking at this one particular person and I, I couldn't help but notice, you know, I was like, I, I want to believe that the fact that 
that she is a woman of color has zero has there is that like that is the that is completely irrelevant to this story but i yeah i i mean either 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 she was hired for those reasons or she was fired for those reasons well she might have been hired for any number of reasons but the reason yeah. she was fired absolutely is you can't shit talk yeah your company you just can't i don't care what the setting is if you're anywhere and yeah. that gets back to the people who are in charge of your business they will find a way to throw you out of that business yeah it is not that hard to believe especially if your business your employer is one of the absolute biggest juggernauts in the entertainment world i don't know sure. what you think was gonna happen when you yeah. go on a program like well they hired me and like oh congratulations yeah i don't know what the fuck i'm doing like there's this post about this guy who said that he, it was just some sort of internet thing, like an Instagram post where the guy's like, uh, yeah, they hired me to be an IT guy at this company because I fudged my resume and I, and I got through. And then it's just a photo of him looking at an actual like server room and it's got all mm -hmm. these wires everywhere. And it's, the photo is just a photo of it with the attached notification of please help. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he also did not last long at that position. And I don't, yeah. a lot of people are saying, well, you know, it could have been this, it could have been that. Yes, no, I agree. I think she could have given the opportunity, learned how pro wrestling worked, maybe studied it, maybe become a fantastic pro wrestling uh, aficionado, yeah. writer, whatever the case may be. But you can't tell your boss, eat my shorts and good things happen. And yeah. especially if you do that somewhere that they're not in control of the shorts eating. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yes, in a perfect world, the WWE could have probably just taken her aside and been like, hey, uh, you know, don't do that. It makes us look stupid. Don't, don't, you know, this is your one warning. But we all know the WWE doesn't operate like that. Maybe and, they did. Maybe they know, did. Maybe. And the response was, I don't see what the big deal is. You guys hired me to not do a job and I'm not going to do it. So Yeah. Yeah. We don't know all the, de all we know is what is obviously what's you know publicly available yeah everyone uh, also yeah. Don't, don't go don't go on a podcast and i mean like i could sit here and i could talk about the gross inconsistencies of the things that go on at my store and things and the trickle down idiocy that comes from the corporate office that you know my company is a franchise of and you know I, there's a million little things that i could say but you know that's probably for the best that I don't, not that anybody actually fucking watches this. And I sincerely doubt that my boss would, you know, find out that I said something disparaging. But even then, I think even in my, well, I mean, every situation is different. I feel like if I said something negative about Big Frog, my, my boss would be like, he wouldn't be like, get the fuck out, you're done, pal. He would just be like, hey, man, that makes us look like shit. Don't do that. You should know. At, at also, it's Florida, and you can fire anybody for whatever you want. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. At any point in your work history, you should know that if you go anywhere and speak disparagingly about your current employer in any regard, there is a good chance that that shit will come back to you. Especially yeah. so if your job is in the entertainment field and you're doing it somewhere that is 
maybe not even remember we had a lot of fans at one point in the wwe and we tried to get them on at various times and we actually had to go through uh, a wwe publicist we had to go through yeah. all of this stuff because they had to approve the content that they were yeah used to say she did any of that yeah that's also true she might have you know because like i know like, i tried to get gotch on the show back when he worked there and I, I had to specifically go through WWE corporate to try to get approval. And they're like, nah. And, which, nah, fine. But, um, uh, yeah, I, who's to, yeah, I would assume, I don't know, maybe, like, back office talent doesn't work like that. But at the same time, yeah. Everyone signs the same NDAs. Everyone's, yeah. like, you know, you're not, again, everyone wants to say it's the WWE's fault for being shitty. And we know they are. But at the same token, like, this particular thing, I'm going to look at the facts that I have in front of me and go, may, may, maybe just keep, you know, keep your head down for longer. Yeah, than three you could have, she could have 100% said it differently. She could have been like, yeah, she could have, she could have made it blatantly obvious. Yeah, she even, could have, she, even if she'd said everything in the quote, when you flurb, who, you did, she didn't just say uh, Bobby, I, I mean, Bobby Lashley, she said, yeah, uh, I think our champion right now, I think his name is Bobby Ashley. Is that right? Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. It's Bobby Lashley. And you're just like. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Come on. He's yeah. wearing a big, he's wearing a big gold logo of the company you work for, you know? It, it... You don't even have to say it. Maybe you just say the names of the wrestlers you do know. Like, yeah. maybe she's. Maybe she's a big Charlotte Flair fan, or or maybe she's really enjoying working with. Um, and I think the, I think that's also part of it is she couldn't name one wrestler. Right. That's how that's how removed she is from from the business. And you know, and again, it's public knowledge that the WWE hires random people with zero wrestling experience. But you know, one of their best writers for a long time. You know, saying it out loud is not the best. Yeah, well, yeah, it, well, yeah, but he was also a big mark. Yeah, but so, still. Yeah. Wait. All right, Jesse. Uh, that's enough wrestling talk for one week, I, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I, I, I don't also have anything else to talk about outside of. I don't think anything else has really happened, you know, like. Watching Jordan Grace beat up Orange Cassidy and forcing him to stick his hands in his pockets is actually pretty hilarious. I'm I, I, I can, I'm sure it is. I, I can only imagine. Yeah, I don't think anything else has happened in wrestling this week. I, well, there I was, is one that happened. There is, there is something else in wrestling that happened that I kind of did want to talk about a little bit. Okay, go for it. We are watching sort of very quietly the renaissance of both uh, Xavier Woods and um, uh, Kofi. Uh, Kofi Houston. Thank you. Couldn't, couldn't yeah. remember his gimmick name. Um, yeah. We are watching them once again rise up to a point where everyone goes, oh, right, these guys are really, really, really good at pro wrestling. I forgot about oh, yeah. that. Yeah, no, I, and, it, it's it's always wonderful when you're reminded. Mean, oh, sorry. To me, um, being... I lost you for a second. It always happens at about the same time. I know. Turn, I'm going to turn off my Wi-Fi, here. see if that helps. But the other thing I was going to mention is um, I really can't wait for them to break up Hit Row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it specifically so AJ gets a push? 
No, because the hit because hit row is over like Rover, and they can't have it. Oh yeah, no, God forbid. Well, you know, Every- I, I I can't wait for them to come up to the main roster and subsequently get ruined. Yes. Yeah. And and it it just. I look at the New Day and specifically, and I'm like, wow, Xavier and Kofi are really good. Why did they break up the New Day again? And then I'm watching Hit Row, and I'm like, man, the Hit Row is so wig and so over and so mm-hmm. everyone loves them. How long before they just break this group up for no reason whatsoever? Yeah. I see also the Street Profits, too. I Well, I think <laughs> that's a whole nother discussion, Rick. That is a whole – there's a – there's a very uh, there's a there is a unifying factor in all of the people we are yeah. discussing right now, and I think speaking of things that WWE has historically done, uh, you know, they broke up American Alpha. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Broke up Tucker and uh, Otis. They did now break Otis, up Tucker. And then Otis shaved his beard, and now he looks very peculiar. like the. Whatever the hell the dude's name was from the Pee Wee movie, I can't. Remember. Yeah, but um, yeah, I. But yeah, I, I, I specifically good just, things. I was, I was specifically looking at Hit Row, going, "Good God, what an over! There, all four of them are so oh, yeah. good at their job, and they're so big, and they're so huge, and they're so great. They're gonna break them up in like a week, oh, yeah. right? Like here is an moment. act. Here is an act with unlimited talent." unlimited potential that can be that a specific group of fans that may not have the largest voice in the wrestling fandom can draw upon and look at and go, Ooh, these are my guys. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to strap my vocal rocket to their assholes and help push them, you know, give them as much of my support as I can. And, you know, you know, I mean, yeah. Instead of the WWE doesn't know what to do with great black gimmicks. Let, they, let's. I don't think the WWE doesn't know what. I think the WWE doesn't know what to do with great anything. I don't I mean, think. It, I, I think them being specifically a group of non-white athletes, notwithstanding, is certainly part of the issue for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the bigger issue and the major concern, and this is why I bring it up at all, is when I look at Hit Row, the first thing I think of. Man, it's gonna suck when they break them up unceremoniously for no goddamn yeah. reason. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah, when whole, that's my personally thought. Yeah, the, when when Shane then Shane Strickland does absolutely I forget what is what's his Swerve Scott Isaiah Scott um, does absolutely dick. He go you know he becomes a mid card act, a mid card heel that no one cares about. AJ Francis probably gets a push because he's big and but that yeah. push will last he's all of no up. time and then he's gonna end up dancing i guarantee you he's yeah gonna be yeah he, he's gonna turn into a no funkasaurus um uh uh ashante adonis gets fired just because he's a cruiserweight you know he's the he's the <laughs> smallest one i uh, and and then i can't even remember the other girl's name and that's my fault i don't remember the other girl the girl's name um, and then she becomes a a not general manager, probably. SmackDown like, does yeah. need a not general manager. So. Yeah, somebody you know just, but you still have you still have to have Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, and also yes. this other person, because there are no authority figures. We love it. That's what you know. Corporate corporate overlords is what really 
gets the kids hot and heavy these days. I just think I just I, I think it's the perfect explanation of where the WWE is right now. Where I take a look at Hit Row and I'm like, God damn, they're amazing. They're gonna break them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I understand why they they did they sort of like fractioned off the New Day when they did recently. You know, like I because the the whole notion was that they were going to push Big E, but then they didn't push Big E, and right. you know, maybe they maybe they're still going to. Maybe they were. You know, maybe they're waiting until fans come back. Maybe Big E will get his moment in the sun when there's actual fans to give a shit about it. But, 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 I don't know. Well, and then, and then if they put them back together, it's going to feel like a huge step backwards for Big E. And I, I, I sincerely doubt that. I sincerely doubt that they are going to elevate the entirety of the New Day as well. You know, like, I, 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 Kofi Mania will never run wild again. And, you know, and Xavier Woods, you know, there's only two main titles in the company, and, you know, Xavier Woods is never going to get one. Well, that was just something that crossed my mind yeah. as I was watching. No, but you are 100% right. right. Eventually, they're just going to just take a big old dump all over Hit Row just because it's a, just because it's a Tuesday. And why not? Well, don't forget, you know, we were first th- – this all began with our with the sacrificing of uh, um, Victor and Connor. Uh, oh. Still, oh. Still unknown. And then ever since then, it's always been like, are you an up-and-coming act that is over as hell? Well, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Got, screw you for getting over. Yeah. Here's a, here's a gimmick of our, of our invention. Do that. See if you can, like, well, you got over on your own, pal, so why don't you, uh, why don't you become a mailman? Let's see if you can get mailman over. And, oh, you couldn't get mailman over? That's your fault. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Um, pro wrestling is uh, is what it is, and it will continue to be as such. In other news, uh, the world of pop culture. It's a wonderful to... T-shirt that I'm going to make now. It's What's that <laughs> pro wrestling. It'll just be pro wrestling. It is what it is, and it's going to continue to be that way. And nothing we can do about it. At any rate, uh, in the world of uh, pop culture, um, the big news. Uh, God, uh, I don't know if I can get into this with you. Okay, the big news is that uh, Image Comics uh, has recently come out and said, "Hey, we're working with a uh, creator who hasn't had a book in a long time, who is one of the best known creators in the industry, and his name is Warren Ellis." Okay. Everyone went, oh, uh, I didn't know we were still working with Warren Ellis because Warren Ellis was essentially the most canceled human being that ever got canceled in the comic book universe who isn't <laughs> associated with Comicsgate. Oh, Jesus. Um, and what, what this led to is a lot of people going, well, wait a minute. Why was Warren Ellis canceled to begin with? I don't understand this. Well, this time last year, uh, it was brought to light that Warren Ellis, creator of uh, the Castlevania animated series uh, on Netflix, um, uh, creator of so many amazing comics over the years, uh, Planetary. Yeah, like I, I know the name. I don't. Yeah. 
Like, I, I'm not a huge comic names. book aficionado, but I know the name. So. One of the bigger names. Well, it turns out he was kind yeah. of an asshole, which isn't surprising. Uh, and a lot of his female uh, cohorts, writers, artists, etc., um, basically came out and said, hey, I'm tired of working with Warren Ellis. He's never, like, forced raped me or anything. But he does make it abundantly clear that he thinks that women are inferior and they all need to do as he says and all this other, you know, random ass mm. shit, so on and so on and so on. And so they also said, well, okay, maybe Warren is just old school and he doesn't know better. And we can't yeah. really just keep doing this. So they gave him a very delicate list of demands. And I say list of demands, but it's not really true. It's a list of this is what you need to do to not be an asshole. And Warren Ellis proceeded to go, nah, and just disappeared for a year and said, I'm just, I'm just not listening yeah. to a goddamn word of it. Just bye. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have some skirt tell me how to live my life. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, all of that was well and good. And everyone just sort of like, sucks about Warren Ellis. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. And, up until this week, when it was announced that he and uh, oh, what is Temple Smith's first name? Uh, uh, ben uh, Warren Ellis and Ben Temple Smith were coming out with a new book, and it was going to be produced by Image. And this is right after Image was, uh, you know, good to work with Jeff Johns on his book Geiger, which I've been reading. And yes, it is fabulous, but Jeff Johns is also somewhat problematic for the exact same reason. So this is back to back old white men. That image has gone. Oh, okay, we'll work with them, and you know we're we're not yeah we're not we're not worried about what that means. <laughs> no, no. Nah. Yeah, that's it's 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 a it's an interesting thing handling. Well, that, that, that you mentioned just that sort of old white man who doesn't know any better. It's it's that, that it's a very specific breed of person. I assume. Warren Ellis is probably what in like his fifties, late forties. Yes, sixties or sixties. Fifties or sixties, yeah. somewhere around. So there. yeah, that that specific swath of 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 old white man, and it's such a it's a it's a they're really delicate because yeah, they say some stupid horrible shit, and the things that come out of their mouth are not acceptable. But it's do they, they the question then becomes, do they know it's unacceptable? Right. And do they care? Right. And then, and it, what it, are they going to do with the knowledge that it is unacceptable to do that? And if their response is, shit, I'm sorry, I'll yeah. do better. I'll, I will strive to not say these shitty things. Or their response is, fuck you. If I want to say the N word, I'm going to say the N word because yeah, there's no black people around. So what does it matter? What does it matter? I, you know, I, like, I can say whatever the hell I want about women because, well, there's no women around me right now. You know, it, it's that, it, well, you know, not that, not saying this, you know, right, you, right. you know what I mean. So, but, and I've worked weird. with an old white man who didn't know any better. And, and yeah, it was definitely one of those, like, he doesn't know any better. And because he was from a zero, like, he was from a town of 2,000 people in, you know, such a small town, he wouldn't even say the name of the town, Missouri. And but the, the real story isn't necessarily old white man don't know better. The real yeah. story is old white man don't know better is politely pointed in the right direction by the people he 
gloriously offended. And then when he told them no, he then proceeds to come back like it's no big deal. And it's and then they're like, oh, so you're going you're going to abide by these guidelines that we gave you. What guidelines? I didn't see any guidelines. This is the first time hearing of guidelines. Have you not Googled the name Warren Ellis in a year, sir? Has has that (laughs) is that is that because he's also a noted futurist, uh, you know, somebody who likes to think about where the world will be in 20 years and things like that. So for <laughs> a noted futurist to go out of his way to say, oh, I, I had no idea that you folks had put together a, gu- a system of guidelines. Well, I'll be sure to look into that system of guidelines just as soon as I find enough fucks to give. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That's not so. What his 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 what that his argument is that he had no idea. Yeah, he was like, oh, I, I had no idea that this, you know, and that's what that's what he told Image, and that's what he told Ben Templesmith, and that's what oh, I, I didn't know. So I'm so I'm so ashamed that I didn't know that. So anyway, I'm not going to abide by any of these things. I had no idea they existed. So bye, all right, bye, bye. <laughs> and I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep on, uh, I'm going to keep on keeping on and, you know, keep on writing my shit and I'm going to pretend like we didn't have this conversation. Okay. So just that one little part reminded me. So I rewatched the birdcage like twice this week and at the very end, amazing fucking movie. It is, it it is such a great damn movie. And at the end of the whole thing where, you know, the spoilers when it's revealed to the, the conservative Senator that, you know, that Nathan Lane's character is a man, you know, and, you know, he, and they, they drag the daughter out right before he leaves. He goes, ah, I hope this doesn't influence your vote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, rem- I was reminded of that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting now because like a year ago, everyone just sort of went like, Ugh, Warren Ellis and, you know, pushed it aside. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. he didn't have anything coming out. Maybe you, Maybe you know he's the head uh, creator of Castlevania. Maybe you don't. But it's like, well, he's working on Netflix. He's not writing comics anymore. It's yeah. Just... Well, because he's been like, hey, everybody, I'm writing comics again. Wow. It's now led a number of well-known writers and artists to have to take a stand. And my personal best friend and guy who loves me and actually sends me Christmas cards, Scott Snyder, came out <laughs> very uh, – very, it's true, okay? It's true, probably. Yeah. It's yeah. In some alternate reality. Um, but he was like, I can't. He's your new host of the read uh, of, of, of those two jerks, right? <laughs> he does it out of a comic book store where he reviews comic books and talks to artists and writers, and it's never been done before. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, Let's piss in the office, will you, Greg? Nah, you, yeah, not that. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, well, look, if, if if I could laundry list the amount of things that I've created yeah. that I've not gotten credit for, at the top of the list is, in fact, uh, the Snuggie, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway. It's uh, an entirely separate podcast. That's, this is a new, this is our uh, Patreon-exclusive podcast. Rick invented everything. Did I ever tell you that story about how Elle didn't believe any of that shit until she saw it happen in real time, and now she knows? No. Yeah, I've never heard this. 
Yeah, so um, I forget what the exact thing was where it finally, like, dawned on her that I had been right this whole time. Yeah. But I remember I had, like, talked to her the day before about, I don't know, something, anything, whatever. One of my one of my harebrained ideas where I'm like, well, what if this was the situation? And then she Man flight, started, probably. What's that? Man flight? No, 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 no. It, 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 you know, it's it's got to be something very specific. Like Yeah, yeah. No, I like understand. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. comic book review show and then basing it in a comic book store and then using uh, my uh, ends with the comic book industry to create, uh, you know, desired uh, outcomes. But she, uh, anyway, doesn't matter. She saw it happen and now she's like, no, I, I believe you. Every time, every time something terrible does happen, like you usually call it or whatever. Anyway. The point to all of this. You are Nostradamus. It's, it's, been, it's been it's been 100% confirmed that I don't know if I lost you for a second there. Uh, yeah, you did for a split second. But yeah, no, 100%. It is it you know you and your like I invented everything. It's one of those things where it's it's an awful lot like big fish where you know you're just like okay. Yeah. But then when you see at the very end of the movie you're like and all the and all the giants show up and all yeah it, it, my life is very akin to big fish that's true because no one believes a goddamn word of all the crazy ass shit that i come up with but then over time people actually see like these things come to fruition like when yeah. i okay here's something and i know people are going to be like well you can't really take credit for that he's his own man i told everybody when i saw effie cut a promo in a dress in the middle of the day that this guy was going to be the future of wrestling and people were like, well, he's worked really hard. I'm like, I told you this was going to, because the the mannerisms and the way he worked and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a very, it's a very lightning in a bottle kind of personality, but I know it when I see it. And his promo, I'm like, watch this. Just yeah. watch this. And so, I, yeah, I fully anticipate, you know, in in the distant future, when we're all crying at the Rick Sussman funeral, there goes the fuck. The, the fucking Snuggy guy is going to walk in and just be like, motherfucker gave me everything, man. <laughs> didn't, I didn't get an ounce of credit. But, uh, so Scott Snyder uh, has come out and said that, you know, look, we all loved uh, the, the his work, uh, but at this point, I can't really conceive of a day or a time where I want to work with him again. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Warren Ellis. And, I've come to a weird conclusion, too. Like, I've got a wall full of his books. One of my favorite stories of all time is his Wolverine book that he did in the late uh, or early 2000s. Uh, there's tons of his shit that I love. But I, I don't have to keep buying it, and I don't know if I want to get rid of my planetary run because I loved that story so much. Is yeah. it an artist versus art, art kind of thing? I don't know. But I do yeah. know this. I don't have to buy it ever again, and I don't have to take part in any of his stuff anymore, and yeah. I'm not going to. No, yeah, I it it's definitely one of those. Yeah, that's one of those weird like art art versus artist things. Anyway, so that's where we are in pop culture. Do you do you have anything you would like to contribute? I, I can't think of anything. I am my I have been so overworked. I have been so detached from anything that I have no, I barely have any idea 
of what's going like I only get little if I don't get a notification on it from like Apple News, I have no idea what's going on. I you know my I, I barely catch anything. You know, aside, even I get like little bits, there's, but there's nothing worth talking about. Like, we don't need to talk about Scarlett Johansson's making a Tower of Terror movie. But, you know, like, that's about as far as my pop culture things go. Well, that, I guess that's as good as an uh, opportunity then as any to just lead into, hey, Jesse, what's pissing you off? <laughs> I, if, you know what's pissing me off, Rick? Frogs. And not big frogs. frogs. Yeah. yeah. Frogs, not not big frogs, you know, but uh, frogs because these little fuckers have decided that uh, my my pool is now their like little you know swinger orgy house, and so I it's be, you know I have a pool guy. We do pay for a pool a company to come out and clean our pool and they maintain our pool. But these frogs are so goddamn diligent that. Even though my pool is cleaned regularly, like weekly, that by the time the weekend rolls around, I'm still having to skim out fish, egg, uh, frog eggs and tadpoles out of my fucking pool. And it's disgusting. And I don't like it. And I want to be able to get in my pool without having to fish out these little overgrown sperms buzzing around my pool. And, I, I, and every night I just hear the... And I'm like, you little poppy little fuck and get out of my pool get out of my pool it's that not a, a very that is a very first world problem jesse oh a hundred percent this is like ultimate white people problem is oh there's frogs in the deep end of my pool and but that that, that i you know i should find my i should be so i i'm happy that I am so fortunate that that is the most of my problems right now, or that I have been so busy that the worst of my problems is that I got fucking like frog cum in my pool. That should go on the disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> it's why my pool's so cloudy right now. <laughs> What's pissing you off, Rick? That image. Um... <laughs> What's pissing me off this week? Um, okay, what's pissing me off this week is I uh, I need to have uh, I need to go to rehab for my shoulder because my shoulder got really fucked up and, mm. and it's yeah really, I, I know you've been you've been favoring that yeah my my shoulder's been jacked up for a couple of weeks now I went to my second official day of rehab um, and rehab is incredibly frustrating. Because it's really beneficial. I, I, I go there and I've been there twice now and my arm feels a million percent better and it's getting stronger. And, uh, you know, all the muscle loss that I've had in it and all the nerve damage, it appears to be working. So that's cool. But rehab facilities, I guess, you know, like, like physical therapy facilities don't recognize that things cost money. And right. they were like, oh, I, I think we should rehab your arm, you know, four to six weeks. Oh, okay. Very good. And I want you to come in about two to three times a week. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No. no. Yeah. Because every time I come through your front door, that's a $30 token. And uh, I'm not spending $100 a week in here. I'm just, I'm yeah. not going to do that. I don't have yeah. that kind of money. But like the rehab people are like, 
they just look at it like, well, that's what, that's what you need. That's what you need to do. That's what you ought to do. That's what you need to do. And I'm just, that's, that's great. But y'all understand that this is not a free service, right? Or, or that it's not even a, 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 you know, the monetary amount of money that I'm forking over here may be beneficial for my long-term uh, mental and physical health. But on the same token, are y'all crazy? And apparently, like you also, you have to actively lose money to go there, I assume, too, because you probably have to take time off of work just to well, go there. No, to their credit, they do have like 7 a.m. appointment time. So that's appreciated. Okay. Um, so, you know, but there are other programs where you're absolutely right. You're 100% correct. So it's just one of those things where it's like, is this a greater, you know, testament to the American healthcare system being a pile of poo? Is that what I'm really upset about? Am I truly upset about physical therapy saying that, you know, because maybe what it is in reality is I do need to be there three times a week and I do need to you know, do these things in order for my arm and neck to work again. But I don't have the time and I certainly don't have the money for it. So yeah. I don't know what I'm more upset about. But I do know that the, the, the nonchalance of, oh, just come here three times a week for six weeks. And my response to go, say what now? And I'm the <laughs> asshole, like. You're, you're, you're all going to pay for those? Are, 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 you got like a, you got like a promotional program? Like, yeah, do I, do I get what? like a six treatment free? Like, what is this? Yeah. Is, is, is there a, is there a stamp card, you know, like, yeah. Bring in, bring in like your, your Coliseum stamp card. Like, look, I got all these stamps and I get a free PT. I don't, I don't get it, man. I really don't. But yeah, that, it, that, it that is me, a, it made me upset. Yeah, no, I understand that. Like, I, I under, like, there's, there's a million things that I, anytime I feel like I need to probably seek some sort of, you know, medical or treatment or like even, even something as something like therapy or like going to get like maybe a consultation so I could possibly get like a prescription for the ADHD that's, you know, that racking my life. It's like, cool. When am I going to take time for that? Where's the money for me to go do that? Where, where, you know, I, I don't have the, I don't have the, the financial well, or the, or the, you know, the chronological allowance to do either of those things. Well, Jesse, uh, not to put too fine of a point on it, but you pay people to come clean your pool. Well, that is, that is fair. I agree. I can, I can, I can agree with that. Okay something else you want to ask me now jesse i was gonna uh, yeah what did you learn this week wow great lady but well, thank you thank you for that thank you for all of that energy on on my on my lead in rick sussman rick rick the sussman sussman mayor of nxt jujitsu wolf what in the blue hell did you learn this week was that so hard was that so no, hard it it a, little bit of, a little bit of zing a little bit of ah, little, little huspa yeah a little juice a little juice on uh, I learned yep. this week of a fantastic young person who has potentially the greatest TikTok slash YouTube in all of the world that I am now all about. Uh, I don't know his actual name because I've just discovered him in the last two days. He's been around for a long time and I've sort of seen like videos of his in the past, but I found his YouTube. It's called okay. Hood Nature and it is the most hilarious okay. shit in the world. This guy goes into great detail about why animals are so terrifying and why they're so awful. And he explains it in a very calm, monotone, direct voice. And he lays in so many jokes as he goes. It's amazing. 
So one of his favorite things to say I is- I think I've heard of this. I think I might've heard of this, but yeah, oh, like I, 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 I feel like I have to have seen one of his videos. Yeah, because, that's, no, that's, that's wonderful. So one of, one of the things we'll talk about is like how, um, you know, if you see a rhino charging at you, make peace with whatever God you have, forgive your enemies and know that you will be taken off the next census. And it's just one of these things where it, he's just, <laughs> it, it's, I, you know, he talks about how, how certain fish will absolutely spawn kill with no regard and will not give any fuck and no fucks given about how many tiny little creatures they have ended and taken off the payroll. Just all of these, like, it's so good. It's so good. And you could just sit, and again, every video is just him in the corner holding his little microphone. He, he's like, so he'll either be like this. Talking about it. He's like holding like his, his like head, his like, yeah, his, yeah, his, his, his ear, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, his, um, his avatar on YouTube is him holding his, uh, his ear pod so that he can talk to it better. And it's, a, it's a <laughs> but it is un questionably amazing like i have been watching this stuff non-stop and it's not just the knowledge that he's dropping but also just the way that he is laying in like zillennial joke after zillennial joke and it's catching me <laughs> up on how to speak like a kid again for one for two it's fucking hilarious yeah. it is hilarious it's just go to youtube hood nature it's like they're like it, they take like 12 of his tiktoks in a row and they yeah. just stick them all together and it's like 15 minutes of him just talking and it's so great it's so good That's jesse good. long jesse long i i do have to ask you though before we move on to our next segment which is us just plucking things that no one cares about jesse long i have to ask you what did you learn this week i learned and i've already told you over text i learned if you're having a mental down day don't watch bo burnham's inside because I am, I accidentally did that to my wife this week, and she was kind of having a, a rough emotional kind of couple of days, and she didn't say she hadn't like verbalized it to me. She didn't say like, "Hey, I'm feeling kind of down," you know. And, and and I and also I didn't particularly know how depressing Bo Burnham's inside was going to get. Um, but I felt by the end of it, and by the as the credits are rolling, and she's just going, "Well, I feel even weirder now." I was like, shit. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I, I already knew that because I, I, I am on the internet quite regularly, and everyone agreed yeah. that Bo Burnham's Inside is a very difficult but important watch. Yeah. So um, there I think is I, I think I kind of knew that, I, but I don't know. I just still I just wanted to, I, I still wanted to watch it, but um, I didn't. I, I guess I didn't really look at the look at the look at the math ahead of time. Um, I didn't run the numbers in my head ahead of time <laughs> that maybe, maybe I should do like a, you know, check my wife's emotional dipstick before I put this, you know, this really depressing, but really important, you know, thoughtful thing to on, on TV. Yeah. 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 yeah that was definitely like, I'm just looking at like, I was like, Hmm, this was a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is something that you certainly learned this week to say the very least. I learned it. I definitely something I learned. Well, in that case, Jesse, now that we've learned things and we've expounded upon uh, 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 frog spunk and things of that nature, uh, Jesse, uh, it is now that's my new. That's that's what, what I'm gonna. That's my new. Uh, that's gonna be my new Twitter account where I'm just gonna shit talk my employer all day while I'm at while I'm in the store. It's gonna be at frog spunk. 
probably shouldn't have said that out loud. Anyway, because uh, I'm going to. <laughs> I burned I'm the gimmick. I, yeah, I, I, I already broke. I already broke the kayfabe. It's like you know, if Banksy had announced it beforehand. You know, wow. I'm going to have the Twitter tag Frog Spunk, and it's actually going to be uh, a um, homage to the Silverchair album Frog Stomp, where I'm going to go back through and revisit every song every day and talk about how they're all very good. Jesse Long, my, but I am going to create another Frog Spunk account where it's just going to be me hype tweeting my new crypto, Frogecoin. Then I will create a third Frog Spunk account that is dedicated entirely to just the most bizarre, uh, frothy experiences that you can have with a frog at a coffee shop. <laughs> it's all just, it's frog latte art. All frogs, there's going to be, there's going to be foam. I, I will let you figure out exactly how that works and where we go from there, but there will be foam. Yeah. There, it'll be foam, frogs, and fun. We're going to call it the three F system. And if you have any of those Fs, uh, then you certainly have more Fs to give. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. You can find us on Twitter at Team Hampus, T-E-A-M-H-A-M-M-A-F-I-S-T. You can find the entirety of the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network at the WNRN. You can find the... WNRN. The WNRN. You can find the significantly more talented podcast that we are 100% writing the coattails of at IndyCast, I-N-D-Y-K-A-S-T, and at the Goblin Mother, which is Kate Nix. You can find all of our wonderful merchandise at bullygimmick.com. <laughs> if Kate Nix agreed to be part of our group, I am. I, you know what? It's one of those things. I'm just not going to say anything anymore. No, uh, no. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. I, that said, I do think we need to commission Buckshot to do a drawing of Kate Nix and us just like hanging on to her coattails. <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> like, just, just us just going. Hold on. But uh, to the moon. Go the <laughs> like approach going. Uh, you can find all of our wonderful merchandise at fullygimmick.com. Uh, follow the internet title. Frog Funk TV. All the <laughs> Frog Funk shirts. I, I'm going to have to make one now. I'm going to frog the coffee cup that it just says, it, the name on the coffee cup says Spunk, and it just says Extra Foam. <laughs> you know, so my. My boss went to the annual uh, uh, Big Frog Owners convention a couple months ago. <laughs> so it was him and two guys at a Denny's? <laughs> there's, like, there's actually like 80 Big Frog, uh, believe it or not. Um, but uh, so And so you're supposed to bring a t-shirt with, when you go. dining area. Okay, go ahead. T-shirt, yes. Yeah. Um, so you're supposed to bring a, you know, make a frog-themed shirt, and that's going to be entered into the the what we in the store decided to call the dry t-shirt contest. Um, and, and, and I really, I'm, I, I, he did use my, my, uh, my frog Ross work shirt design that I made, but I really feel like that frog spunk might've taken the gold. But yeah. Coffee cup, little frog peering out of the coffee cup to spunk foam latte. Yeah. This is a sticker that I'm going to make. I'm going to make this sticker and I'm going to leave it on your windshield. Uh, that's fun. There we go. Stick it to the
All right. I'll stick it to the windshield. Well, thank you, Jesse Long. A another fantastic episode of the Power Hour in the books. We will be back in two weeks' time, probably, unless something comes up in which we forget to tell the other the night before, uh, in which both of us then have to text each other sheepishly and say, oh, fuck, I forgot. It's an important weekend. I can't do this shit. <laughs> Love always, Rick. Uh, for the American dad-ass Jesse Long, I am the Sussman, Rick Sussman. And while I'm disappointed we don't get to see Jesse uh, dive underneath his pool, we understand that every time he does it, he envelops at least 200 tiny frog semens, and we should all feel better about that. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys, and we'll see you all real soon. <laughs>